the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along. Oh, we're here. We are live and local. We sure are. Atop Green Tree Hill at the Word FM studios. Kath, happy Monday. Thank you so much. You. Happy to be here, John. It was a beautiful Lovely. weekend. Oh, Yesterday was so super gorgeous. hot. Gorgeous, wasn't it? Wasn't it hot? No. No, not in the least. Wow. You thought it was hot? Yes. No. I did not think that for a second. Um, were you in church yesterday? I was not. Oh, maybe that's why you weren't hot. Yeah. No, I was It was not. so hot. Uh-huh. It no. was really, really, really hot. No. It was the hottest day of the year by far. Really? Not even a close second. I was in my backyard. Yeah. And uh, no pool, but just in the shade. Yeah. Just sat in the shade. I didn't feel like it was hot at all. Although... Christy, did you think yesterday was hot? I was in the pool all day. <laughs> Boy, you guys are just living the high life. I just... What, what were you doing all day? Well... Well, first of all, I got up and worked. Yeah. Because, you know, because I you. have that job. God bless you. And then I came home and I cooked for my family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I sat down after that and mm. I was really hot. Really? Uh-huh. I sat so much over the weekend. Yeah. My bum hurt. <laughs> I'm being honest here. I'm just being who I am. I'm just telling oh, you. My I mean, gosh. I did so little. I was so happy about it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. Yeah, that so it wasn't like hot. Very, okay, great. What was I, doing? I mean, if you're not expending any calories <laughs> no, or energy whatsoever, no. I added hot calories. days really aren't that hot. I added calories. That's because, good. But uh, today is spectacular. Fabulous. Tomorrow's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very hot again on Friday, but then Saturday it's going to like even out. Excellent. Maybe a high of eighty. Very nice. And it's the long holiday weekend. Fourth of July. You got plans? Uh, I do have plans. Do you? What yeah. are you doing? It's my niece's birthday, July third, and so we're going to a party July fourth. I see. Very nice. Yeah. And so July 3rd, I think I'm going to have people in my house for the first time. Oh, you're having uh-huh. the party at your house. I think so. Family gathering think, at the new... Uh-huh. Will you be nervous? Uh, a little. I mean, if, not because I want to impress anybody, but I want no, everything no. to work. What since if, only half of my oven works. What if people mess stuff up? Oh. See, that's, don't you... That's, that's what makes you nervous. It's like, kind of like having a new car or a new-ish car, and you go, I'm going to park away from people. Because someone come in and come over to your house... They're going to nick something, spill something. Then they will, but you know what? Something. That's what the you, you can't you can't think that uh, way. Some people are going to think that way, Kath. You know that. You can't people get anxious. I'm not going to think that way. I'm not. I refuse to do that. Okay. It's a house. It has to be used. All right. Very it's good. It's supposed to be used. It's supposed to be enjoyed. I'm not going to get freaky. It's very about healthy. It. Good. Of course, since you brought it up, now I'm a little concerned. I'll see. Right. I'm going to come <laughs> over and spill something. <laughs> Notice you weren't my first invite. No. <laughs> That's just a joke. No, that's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's hot. Okay. uh, Heavy news day. Yeah, it certainly is. Being heavy. Okay. So, as always, Kath, we look at the uh, news, the top stories of the day, right before Greg Clugston as well. But without further ado, give us the top four at four. From Monday, June 27th, John, Mm -hmm. 2022. Happy birthday to my friend, Kristen Wagoner. What? 
Today is her birthday. I did not even know. Don't you love Kristen Wagner? Yeah, I guess I Isn't sure Isn't she do. one of your favorite? She's one of my favorite She's people. She's a bright and shining light. She sure is. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Kristen. Excellent. I love you. Excellent. Very excited about that. Number one. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of a former football coach for a high school in western Washington who lost his job after praying on the 50-yard line after games. Or prayering? Praying. Praying. (laughs) The court ruled 6-3 along ideological lines that the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protect an individual engaging in that type of religious expression. Neil Gorsuch delivered the opinion for the majority in the case known as Kennedy versus Bremerton School District. Mm -hmm. Uh, The court fight involving Kennedy post-game prayers at midfield attracted all sorts of stuff, including um, comments from former NFL players and professional and collegiate athletes who came down on both sides really? of the debate. Number two, right. scores of civilians John feared killed or injured after a Russian rocket strike hit a crowded shopping mall in Ukraine's central city of Kremenchuk. Ukrainian President Zelensky said in a Telegram post that the number of victims was, quote, unimaginable, citing reports that more than one thousand civilians were inside at the time of the attack number three the house subcommittee investigating the january 6th attack on the capitol on monday today just this afternoon in fact i didn't know about this until i came to work and you told me abruptly scheduled a hearing for tomorrow afternoon Mm. to hear what a panel is calling quote recently obtained evidence uh the hearing scheduled for 1 p.m I have to, I, I, we have to see that. Washington, D.C. is a boiling cauldron. It really is. It is. Um, and number four, I want to tell you about Ruby, who is a beloved canine trooper with the Rhode Island State Police, because you know I love a weird animal story, yeah. right? A dog? Uh-huh. There's a dog named Ruby. Yeah. Which, I had a dog named exact Ruby. That's why I thought of it, John. I thought you would appreciate that. Um, I'll give you details, Ruby. but I will tell you as of right now, that's your top four for her. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Thank you. So um, Ruby was a rambunctious rescue, they called her, mm-hmm. John, because she was in and out of the shelter. She went home with five different families and was returned mm-hmm. five different times. She was deemed unadoptable because of her high energy, and she was unmanageable. Mm-hmm. But there were a bunch of shelter workers that really thought she had something to offer. And so they reached out to the state police. And they said, would you give this dog a chance to maybe she could be a search and rescue dog? So they picked one guy to be your handler and to give it a try. Okay. The guy said, I was kind of a parallel with Ruby because when I was younger, I was kind of a mess. I couldn't focus. I wasn't good at school, but no one ever gave up on me. It said he's a hard worker and he can really make a difference. So I looked at Ruby and I thought, well, maybe she's like that too. And maybe we're destined to be together. Nice. So a normal dog's usually trained in a couple months for Ruby. It took a year and a half, but Mm -hmm. he didn't give up on her. Finally, she was certified as a canine trooper. Six years later, they got a call from the police department saying that there was a missing boy. No one could find the boy. The boy was missing for 12 hours. So O'Neill went out with Ruby. All of a sudden, Ruby took off, went running. O'Neill said, I looked over the hill. I saw a pair of boots on the ground, and there was a young boy laying face down, huge laceration on his head. I thought he had passed away. I started to cry. But we realized that he was still alive. He was rescued and that Ruby had saved his life. So the officer O'Neill went to tell the mom of the little boy that her worst fears were not going to be realized and that the little boy was okay and that a canine had helped save her son. And she said, well, I work at a local animal shelter and I loved (laughs) this dog years ago. And so I always look in favorably on dogs who are in search and rescue. And he said, you worked with the dog? 
And he said, she said, yeah. And he said, what was the name of the dog? And she said, oh, this dog's name was Ruby. And he said, ma'am, that dog just saved your son's life. Unbelievable. Wow. What a great story. Go, Ruby. Where is this? What town? Yes, this is in Rhode Island. Oh, fabulous. And uh, she won the American Humane Hero Dog Award. And she appeared on the cover of Rhode Island Monthly Magazine Hmm. and just this weekend passed away. Ruby did. Oh, mm, mm. But what a life. Rube. Isn't that a great story? That's a great Ruby? story. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah okay. That's a, it's not a weird story. It's an uplifting it's animal story. It's a great story. story. Yeah, very nice. Okay, well, that's the uh, top four at four. There's a lot going on today. Sure is. And Greg Cluxton coming up next. Holy smokes. Live We're from gonna, the White yeah, House. Step away for just a minute. Yeah. Our first guest always as we get the weekend away, as Cass said, it is from the White House. Greg Cluxton. Stick around. WORD. In our current cultural climate, the subject of gender can cause more confusion than clarity. Here's Kevin DeYoung. Why did God make it this way? He could have made a whole sea of people, or he could have made a bunch of men, a bunch of women, or he wouldn't have had to make gender at all. But he did. The beauty of God's design in manhood and womanhood. Next time on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. At the Original Mattress Factory, we pride ourselves on providing the best value for your dollar. We hand-build our mattresses with the highest quality materials and offer them factory direct, which means you get a better quality mattress at a better price compared to mainstream brands. Our values are also at the core of who we are as a company. We strive for honesty and transparency at every step of the way so you can feel good about your purchase. Visit an OMF location today to experience the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. The debates have never been stronger. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. 
We go now to the White House where Greg Clarkson joins us. Greg Clarkson is the SRN News White House correspondent. Always we start the week by going there. Hey, Greg, welcome. How are you doing today? Hi, John. Hey, I'm doing great. Thank Excellent. you so much. Good great. to be here with you. Thank you. you. Always a pleasure, Greg. Uh, Greg, not much happened, right, since we talked last Monday. Holy <laughs> moly. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, so uh, I don't know how to jam it all in. Uh, so Friday morning, we awoke to the news of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. There have been shockwaves all across the country, I would say even all across the uh, Western world. Uh, talk about things inside the Beltway. How do they seem? Right. It's interesting. You know, Roe v. Wade is history now because of the ruling, but the abortion debate is nowhere near history. In fact, it's in the it's on the front burner all of a sudden again, isn't it? Uh, it's really interesting because we, we got a, a hint that this could be coming five or six weeks ago when that Supreme Court opinion was leaked. And so it's, it's always been, you know, it's been there, um, you know, in people's minds here the last few weeks. But for but it was not a certainty, and we didn't know exactly how it would come out. But then actually when it happened Friday, it, uh, it sent the shockwaves that we've all been reading about and seeing and hearing since Friday morning. And what's interesting is uh, the president, President Biden, finds himself on the issue of abortion and Roe v. Wade in a similar position uh, on gas prices and inflation. And, and that is he's getting pressure from his allies and supporters saying, what can you do or what are you going to do? And, and the honest answer is, is that the president has limited executive authority to, to do a lot on inflation and also on the Roe v. Wade decision that was overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, since that opinion was leaked in early May, the White House has held a series of meetings with health officials and legislators of, uh, in states across the country and other abortion rights supporters, and they've been trying to craft uh, a response uh, and a game plan um, expecting the Roe v. Wade decision that we got on Friday. And uh, essentially, we have not heard from the White House what their plans are or what their what their strategy is going to be. But we do know there are few levers that the president can pull and push right now. Right. So, I mean, what can you do, right? This is established law at this point. And Greg, what's interesting, there was a time, of course, Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. for many decades. There was a time when Joe Biden, the man, was himself pro-life. That's right. Um, and we've seen we've seen other politicians uh, change the, you know, their their tune on, on this matter of abortion um, and whether you're talking specifically about tax funded, um, you know, abortion um, you know, legislation, that kind of thing. Um, or you've just gone right from a pro-life to um, a pro-choice or a vice versa sort of position. I mean, uh, other people will point out that Donald Donald Trump, years mm-hmm. before he became sure. right. uh, president, he uh, uh, specifically said that he was, um, you know, a pro-choice uh, in, in favor of the current, you know, Roe v. Wade standing, right. even though he personally opposed abortion. Uh, but yeah, the president um, he is he has changed uh, over the number of years on this matter, and now he finds himself to be at, at the at the very center of of this debate with a lot of the Democrats and, and supporters, as I said, really leaning on the White House. But what obviously the Supreme Court did with its ruling is it sends the issue back to the states now. And we've already got about 10 states that essentially have already um, have on the books a ban of abortion. And another dozen or more states um, are are planning to move in that direction or are already moving in that direction right now. Are people amped up inside the Beltway about it? 
I think so. I, I really think so. I, I, I think what's interesting is I, I mentioned how we had that leaked, you know, draft opinion there a few weeks ago, and that gave people a sense of, of what could happen. But the, the finality and the reality of the decision coming on Friday morning um, still left people startled, yes. uh, really, because um, because you, what you had was a, a right that was established by the Supreme Court almost 50 years ago to be constitutionally protected and now saying that's not the case. And so we haven't really seen um, the impact of a, of a Supreme Court a ruling like what we saw with Friday's um, Dobbs, Dobbs ruling. And so um, there are there is shock here. And of course, the one of the immediate inside the beltway questions is what does this mean for, you know, politically, like for the upcoming midterm elections, for example, and ultimately, you know, in a couple of years, the uh, the, the presidential race. Um, and it's and it's maybe too soon to really understand um, to know what kind of uh, motivating factor this might be, especially on the Democratic side. Now that um, now that abortion is up for grabs, you know, state by state, depending where you live in this country. Right. We're talking with Greg Clarkson from SRN News. So, Greg, speaking of uh, what happened with the uh, overturn of the uh, 50 years of established law, the Supreme Court has been on a roll where they have really uh, ruled in favor of conservative causes. Right. A religious freedom uh, and a free speech case came down today. It was it was the case of a high school football coach uh, from in the Seattle, Washington area who lost his job because after football games, he would go out to midfield and pray. Um, it turned out that he ended up being joined by athletes and students and even some parents um, for that prayer. Uh, but uh, the, the school district there said no. Um, you can't do that. He kept doing it. He lost his job. The case got to the Supreme Court, and today, uh, the you know the super majority of conservatives, six to three, um, all of the conservatives on the court saying no. This was uh, this was constitutionally protected uh, speech and that prayer, um, and the, the school district was wrong to say that this was any sort of endorsement or you know, furthering of, of a specific religion. And then last week, uh, there was the Supreme Court case ruling where, um, you know, vouchers and uh, tuition assistance in the state of Maine uh, could be given to families uh, who had their children, their students going to religious schools. So we've seen we've seen that trend here just recently with this particular lineup of the Supreme Court. Greg Cluxton with us, SRN News White House correspondent. Um, complicated uh, feelings uh, from conservatives about former President Donald Trump um, because many people chose to vote for him, perhaps in spite of his uh, some of his personal uh, conduct, but because of his commitment to the Supreme Court. Now that we see Roe versus Wade overturned, a lot of people are thinking, well, this is why we did it. Right. This it, it was it was worth it for us. Um, but Donald Trump uh, still in the spotlight because of the January 6th committee. And now we find out there's going to be a kind of a surprise last minute hearing scheduled for tomorrow uh, with new evidence. Uh, do we have any idea what that evidence is? We don't exactly. And we're hoping to learn, uh, Kathy, a little bit later this afternoon or into this evening, exactly what the focus of this uh, this hearing from the January 6th committee is going to be last week. Uh, they wrapped up their fifth public hearing, televised hearing, and we were told that was going to be the last for the month of June. But it was just announced that there's going to be an added one tomorrow. I believe it's at 1 p.m. 
And um, we don't know exactly what the focus is going to be, except that they have just recently received some new evidence. That's what the panel said in, in a statement and that they are going to be uh, publicly revealing that information that they have just recently come across as well. We do know that since their public hearings um, began a a few weeks ago, uh, they have been hearing from other individuals either from the former Trump administration or in and around uh, the Trump administration um, that were just sort of voluntarily calling up the committee and uh, providing some information uh, based on either what they heard or did not hear at these hearings. So it's going to be just interesting to see what uh, what this possible new evidence really is. Greg, you've been around for a long time in, in D.C., and of course I'm sure you've uh, followed politics probably even you know in your teens or 20s. I don't think there's ever been a president, a post-president, that has held such a long shadow not only over Washington, D.C., but the country. I mean, here we're talking about uh, President Trump much more than we talk about President Biden. Yeah. No, I think you're right, John. I mean, certainly in the modern uh, presidential era, we have not seen the carryover like we have with Donald Trump. And of course, that's exactly uh, what Donald Trump likes. He likes to, uh, you know, he likes to have that spotlight of attention. And it, it would seem as if whether it's negative news or positive news, it doesn't matter to him. Uh, he, uh, you know, obviously he wouldn't, he wouldn't cherish uh, anybody wouldn't really, I guess, you know, having the negative news. But sure. uh, based on what we saw during his presidency uh, and post-presidency, uh, him being in the conversation really is more important than what the topic of the conversation mm-hmm. is. And certainly there are any number of members of elected officials in Congress, as well as, uh, you know, Republican voters across, across the country who still are solid, solidly behind him. Um, and one of the reasons that, you know, Kathy, you just mentioned a few moments ago has to do with, you know, the imprint that he left on the Supreme Court. He had the opportunity to put three justices yep. on the Supreme Court, three of the five who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. last week. And so that's a that's a promise delivered in the eyes of Donald Trump. And, and those who support him. Say what you will. The spotlight is white hot at this point. Okay, let me ask you about the current president then, because it sounds like uh, Biden is overseas at two summits. Uh, tell us what they are and what's being discussed. Right. He's in Germany right now. It's in it's in the middle of a three day G7 summit. So this is the group of seven of the of the leading or wealthiest economies in the world. And and they meet once or twice a year. And this is their uh, their summit there that's being hosted by Germany mm-hmm. and Ukraine. Not surprisingly, uh, the main topic. Um, obviously, they're talking about a number number of other issues, food security and climate and energy and those kinds of things. But Ukraine remains the uh, the, the number one topic. And essentially, there was a statement given by the G7 leaders today that said, we are going to be supporting, um, pledging support to Ukraine for as long as it takes. That's what the leaders said. And that's going to be military, humanitarian assistance, any sort of diplomatic aid. And so uh, they're just drawing that marker to say, look, uh, this Russian attack against Ukraine um, should not be um, you know, should not go forward and should not be allowed. And they're they're voicing their continued uh, unity support here. And then after the G7 summit wraps up tomorrow, the president and some of the same leaders will uh, head to uh, the next summit, which is going to be in Spain. Yeah. And it's a, a two day summit in NATO. And again, mm. Ukraine is going to be on the top of the agenda there, too. Mm. OK, um, Greg, only a few minutes left, but it wouldn't be right if we didn't explore some new ground with you mm-hmm. uh, before. Hey, I- let- 
the far time with you ends. <laughs> New ground. <laughs> That's a euphemism for here it comes, my friend. <laughs> it is. It just means Watch look out, out yeah, Greg. Yeah. Um, wondering if you uh, have heard the news about Mr. Happy Face today, uh, crowned as the world's ugliest dog. Mm. No, I mm. somehow missed that headline. That's oh, hard to believe. Sick. So you might want to check that out, either at the New York Times or uh, People.com, um, because he's <laughs> Mr. Happy Face, one of the top eight who are profiled on the, the People Mm-mm. magazine mm. homepage, which I'm surprised you haven't visited yet today. Check it out, People. I'm sure you, you, you go there on a daily basis. I mean, basis. it's an ugly dog. I mean, I will tell you, it's a very ugly dog. That poor thing. Um, and uh, Mr. Happy Face, uh, surrounded by several compatriots here, mm-hmm. uh, Wild Thing, Monkey, Morita... Uh, Josie, Jerry Lou, China Sue, and Liberace. Because the names themselves are ugly names. Uh, extremely ugly. Well, something um, Liberace. Greg, have you ever had an ugly dog yourself? Hmm. Well, we, we've I've only had one dog in my entire life. Mm. Uh, we have Lucy. She's 13 this summer. Mm. God bless um, her. And I have to say, I, I am going to be going and looking up these pictures now as yeah. you describe them. Only because, well, not only because, but especially because, our dog Lucy got a very short haircut a couple of weeks ago, shorter than usual, mm. um, and left her not looking the best, really, oh. in our opinion. Just to be honest. So actually, um, I'll probably feel a lot better about my own dog if I look mm. at these ugly dogs. I think once you Luce. see Mr. Happy Face, it'll kind of put things in perspective yeah. for your family. Feel a lot better about exactly. Lucy. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Okay. Well, very glad nice. we could help you today, Greg. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are a lifeline. Thank you, Greg. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Insights. You guys are a lifeline. <laughs> International. I feel, I feel like he doesn't mean that. No, he does. He really does. Because he's going to go look at it. He's going to look at People Magazine. When you see Liberace, you're going to be like, wow. Yo. Greg Clarkson, SRN News. Thank you, Greg. Bye, guys. Need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. And right now, save 45% off any order. Just use code radio at checkout. Blindster.com. So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show, and we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though, that's me, has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get 10. And dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. And we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and there's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, It may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. 
We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Spring House in 84. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight will be cool with a star-studded sky, comfortable weather for sleeping. Expect a low tonight of 52. Tomorrow will be nice with plenty of sunshine. Nice afternoon for outdoor activities. Tomorrow's high, 76. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 54. Wednesday, we'll see mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Wednesday of 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The Wall Street Journal today has an article about Bonnie Corso, who has spent the last five years, John, traveling all over the East Coast, buying up old items and equipment from Howard Johnson's that are closing. Really? Really? Howard Johnson's, uh, the um, eatery with the orange roof, has just had its last location closed within uh, the last few months in Lake George, New York, which is a beautiful area, much more beautiful than the Howard Johnson's. I mean, let's be honest with you. What are you saying? Um, This woman by the name of Bonnie uh, has two sets of mirrors and the stainless steel ice cream bar from Hojo's in Niagara Falls, Mm. which cannot be in good shape. Also, a booth and bar top from Bangor, Maine, and a 70s-era uniform. She also recently scored a weather vane, which is a silhouette of Simple Simon meeting the pie man from a location in New Jersey. She's hoping, because of her love for Howard Johnson's, to recreate it in Lake George. Uh, she has their famous recipe for clam strips, which I ate many of when I was a very did. young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, not woman. No, I was just a, a very girl. young girl at that point. I wasn't eating clam strips when I was a young woman. Anyway, um, uh, the uh, she's committed to it because she said that uh, her generation's comfort is important, and Howard Johnson speaks to that. Hmm. So I'm wondering if a, how Joe's has any connection to you whatsoever. A, a couple of different connections. There is a fabulous example of that Howard uh, Johnson architecture in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Huh. Okay. Of course, all the Howard Johnsons are closed, but the architecture, the you know, the vaulted high and the steeple kind of thing, the steeple with the incredible orange tiles that were on the roof. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you as a, I remember being like a kid and pulling into one of those. You felt like you were like on a moonshot. It was like super exciting. Right. I mean, it was because it was like the future is here in the parking lot at uh, Howard Johnson's. And you had 28 flavors flavors of ice cream to choose from. And that unto itself. Because at the time, of course, growing up, you know, you had maybe a five or six. Right. If you were going to Tasty Freeze, you had 
chocolate, vanilla, and t- swirl. Yeah, but you know, even like your corner, like Pops, you know, corner store might have strawberry things, yeah. or something like right. that. But Howard Johnson's was the ultimate. There's a really great scene. I mean, you know, I know you, you don't like the series, but in Mad Men. Oh yeah. There's a really great yeah. scene between that's, Don Draper. I think Draper. that's a very stylish series. I just disliked all the characters. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a really great scene in the in the series with Don Draper and his wife having an argument at the Howard Johnson's parking lot, and he goes in. He goes in, and they sit down and start to have lunch. She gets upset and leaves and disappears. So he kind of wanders around Hojo's looking for her. It's super cool. Wow. Yeah. There also used to be a great Howard Johnson's in Times Square. It was great only that it was sort of a vintage wreck New York. I mean, it was like... It must have been skanky. It was like Midnight Cowboy skank. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it was dangerous and weird. But it had that kind of crazy Howard Johnson's mystique. Because, you know, this was like post-World War II America. Before there was, you know, sort of... This was like pre-McDonald's. Huh, that's how yeah. that's how big Howard Johnson's the imprint was. Well, the most recent Howard Johnson's I remember is on the Boulevard of the Allies in Oakland. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. That was there P- for a long Panera. time before it was Panera. And now that's going to be torn down, and they're going to build a what? something, something else—a high rise, some kind of apartment across the street from Isley's. Right, Howard Johnson's and Isley's. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, that's how Soccer far back that like goes. Ice Cream Boulevard. Exactly. Christy, have you ever heard of Howard Johnson's? I have not. Okay, Howard Johnson. Mm-hmm. Also, Howard Johnson's the baseball player for the New York Mets. Oh, your sister of would know and love. Right, of course. And oh, when I was um, cleaning up my parents' house uh, last year before mm-hmm. selling it, I did find the Howard Johnsons that lived in the Christmas Village underneath the tree, which I have. Uh, oh, how's that look? It looks terrific. That's it looks it. way better than the actual Howard Johnsons looks. Really? And no, don't diss Howard Johnsons. No. L- John, no, no, no. There was a John, time. Okay. It was like there was a time, but that moonshot. time passed about thirty years ago. Well, any I mean, Howard Johnsons that you were in in the last three decades was bad news. Yeah, kind of rough. It's true about that. Anyway, okay, let's take a quick break. Tim Uhlhoff is with us in a few minutes. He's going to talk to us about a, a compassionate perspective of the end of Roe v. Wade. That's next on the ride home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. This is one hundred one point five Word FM W O R D. WORD. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355 or go to selectquote.com. 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Select Quote. We shop you save. 
Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, People started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners. Listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a truth partner and help bring the gospel to others? Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. Over the weekend, Twitter, depending upon the time of day, the scroll, (laughs) all that, I mean... What a hotbed of emotion and ideas all over the map. For better or worse. Right? I mean, once the decision was released on Friday morning, oh, shoo we. I, I, I don't know about you. I mean, I read and no, thought and prayed so much about it. You didn't, you didn't read? I, I, no, I, I didn't. Not before Friday's show. No. I mean, over the weekend. Uh, a, a little bit. I, I got to be honest. I just, I, I think social media is the enemy at this point. In, in, in a... After a ruling like that, and with the type of vitriol, vitriol, and that's I just I can't believe it seems like ninety percent of the people who are speaking out on social media don't know what they're talking about. Well, I mean that's that's pretty typical, isn't I it? I guess just maybe it seems more uh, it has more impact to me now. I don't know. From Biola University, Tim Muhlhoff is with us. Dr. Muhlhoff is professor of communications at Biola. He is the author of several books. We love Winsome Conviction, Disagreeing Without Dividing the Church. And he's with us here today to talk about Roe v. Wade. Hey, Tim, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me back on. Always a pleasure, Tim. Yeah, we're always happy to have you, Tim. And especially at moments like this, when I know that the three of us agree that we that civility um, is is a a a value that we hold to so tightly, and it's difficult in moments like this when emotions are so high. Um, how do we? Is it too elusive? I mean, can it can it still be had at this point? Well, I think we're in a place where actions speak louder than words, and so my concern about and again, uh, Biola is staunchly pro life, and we've been praying for the overturning of Roe for a long time. But now this is a referendum on the church, and that is, were we merely anti-abortion, or are we truly pro-life? And if we're going to be pro-life, then we have to ask the really hard question, what leads to a woman having an abortion? Mm -hmm. Now, I would say for some women, it is a philosophical issue, a determination of the status of the fetus, 
uh, an evoking of personal rights. But for a vast majority of women in the United States, it has to do with economic realities. And it, it, it's the worst time of her life where the pressures are upon her. I was just speaking at a conference this morning via Zoom, and a man who works in one of the poorest communities in D.C. said something that I wrote down. He said, desperate people do desperate things. Mm -hmm. And so if we're going to be pro-life, then we need to think about the 37.2 million Americans who live in poverty. That's uh, 3.3 million more than in 2019, where we just made this issue economically distressful for them if they live in a state in which they cannot get an abortion. So I think as the church, we need to step up and say, listen, no apologies made about Roe being overturned, but listen, we, we need to care for our community members. And so we need to find out what are the reasons that people in dire economic situations are choosing to abort and to pursue an abortion, we need to step in and now uh, not just talk about Christ's love, but to enact it within communities by the church stepping up and saying, like, what do you need from us? Like, like, what is the condition of the least of these in our communities? And then we need to step up with our money, volunteering, prayers. Uh, otherwise, it's, it's, we're going to come across as, well, you guys were anti-abortion, and now that you got what you wanted... Uh, we don't ever see you in our communities helping women face very distressful times. See, you know, I, I do hear that often, and, and I don't believe that. I, I, I think that, you know, the church has done, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, all churches, and I'm not saying all Christianity with a capital C, but pregnancy resource centers and a lot of people who are committed believers, I think they've done a good job of integrating themselves within the community and trying to be part of, whether it's disadvantaged or people who, for whatever reason, reason would not want to be pregnant at that time. And so I don't know what the future would look like if you would be, I'm open to it, you know, the more intentionality of it, but I'm not sure more how that looks. So I would say, John, and again, I want to dismiss that my church partners with OC United, which is an awesome nonprofit group that takes a look at a holistic um, challenges that people live. But here's what I'm not hearing is, is what I just said, not coming from a, a Biola professor, yeah. but nationally coming from Christian leadership. I, I teach a mm-hmm. rhetoric class. Rhetoric is public persuasion. Mm-hmm. This isn't us three sitting at Starbucks having a conversation. Rhetoric is you're having a conversation with an entire community or a nation. Yes. So what I'm a little bit disturbed by is where is the national voices? Yeah, that. Yeah, well, there haven't. I, I agree with you. Um, in fact, we were just talking on Friday on Friday's show about how we felt like some national voices that had been interviewed on Friday it was like they were surprised that Roe versus Wade had been overturned and they didn't really have a good statement or a good plan or something like that. Um, So I agree with you on that. However, I feel like the the heart of the pro-life movement has always been the little guy. You know, it's always been the little person who goes to work at the Pregnancy Resource Center or the person who's collecting change in the We're baby praying. bottle or, you know, it's the one-on-one thing. And so, yes, I do think we need a na- national voice, but don't you think that the average neighborhood one-to-one is at the heart of it? 
Oh, for sure. And that's what gives me encouragement, Kathy, okay. is yeah. it's hard to change the nation. I mean, that is just a very difficult thing to do. But I'm not called to change the nation. For sure. I'm called to be a presence in Brea, California. And you're called to be a presence within your local community. Now, you guys have a platform that's huge, which is great. But I think most of us, the rank and file, we're, you're right, we're going off and volunteering. But, but, I, but I think we're missing a moment on the national level with those who do have national platforms to, to be consoling to individuals who are um, – their world's been turned up side down mm-hmm. and, and, that, yeah. and we we need to reclaim this citizenship of saying listen this isn't us against them we are americans and when some americans hurt we put aside our ideology long enough to comfort now listen that doesn't mean we ever stop fighting for causes that we feel like represent jesus but we don't minimize the hurt feelings yeah, of people who are announcing yeah. their citizenship. And For it's sure. like, right. so I think, I think we need to have that dual message of content and relational. I, I, I think I quoted this once on the show, but I want to quote Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, it was her public comments when she, inv- when she welcomed Brett Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. And this is what she said, why she welcomed him, somebody that she really disagreed with. She said this, when you're charged with working together for the most of the remainder of your life, you have to create a relationship. The nine of us are now a family, and we're a family with each of us, our own burdens and our own obligations to others. But this is our work family, and it's just as important as our personal family. So I love the fact mm-hmm. that she says, listen, when you've got to work with a person the, the rest of my adult life, right. Let's, let's find some humanity yeah. even within the disagreements. And I want to say to Christians, yes, you are a Christian, but Augustine wrote about the city of God and the city of man. Mm-hmm. And we need to stand up and say, listen, we are citizens. We're neighbors. And when you're hurting by a decision that went my way, rather than gloat or say, well, how do you think we felt the last 50 years? Right? right. right? We say, let me meet you in your pain and then let's get let's roll up our sleeves and do some hard work of what is causing people to make this decision and let's get at that with our money time and energy and i guess i would just would like to see more of a national messaging going out from different organizations and churches to yeah. say hey we're 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 in this we're fellow americans we're fellow fellow our kids go to the same schools, they play soccer, they do taekwondo, they do this kind of stuff. And that's the relationship I think we need to really try to foster is the citizenship that we're all Americans. That's good. I mean, that's powerful to me, Tim. So, I mean, obviously you thought about this, about the national perspective. So in your mind, um, any solution, I mean, you know, any platform, would this be a new Christian, you know, initiative or how does that look? I mean, is it denominational? Is it, you know, what is it like promise keepers that you're starting, you know, you know, can you give me some idea there? Well, I think there's grassroots organizations popping up all over the place that are kind of speaking this language. Uh, I'm thinking of Braver Angels that is saying, listen, let's let's reclaim our citizenship and with civility talk about what differences okay. we have. Yeah, there's yeah. a great group called allsides.com where you go and you read the left, the middle, and the right, and it's the best of the left, the middle, and the right. Really? And I would hope 
Christian universities. I would hope um, national platforms, um, leaders of well-known churches would step up and say, okay, we got the ruling we hoped for. Now comes the really hard work of being pro-life. That's good. I mean, would that be so in these early days, perhaps, you know, greater minds than ours are and you're one of those greater minds that are formulating these ideas and, you know, throwing stuff against the wall and and praying and considering and who knows what it'll look like a year or five years down the road. Yeah. Can I mention a really cool group real quick as we wrap up? Simon Greer um, is a national commentator and he's put together this group called Bridging the Gap and he pairs conservative universities with liberal universities, and we are part of it. Biola University with Pomona uh, College, one of the top liberal arts colleges in the United States, we have agreed to come together for a five-week discussion of the things that separate us and the things that bring us together as uh, Californians. So you can pray for that and pray for Simon, who's saying... Let's let's bring together unlikely conversation partners, train them how to have these conversations, and then let administrators, faculty, and students get together over meals, activities, and talk about really hard issues. And one of those could be life post-row, what that's going to look like for all of us. So I, I love that organization, and Biola's partnering with them, uh, and we're going to be doing this in the fall. So, And they're doing it with five other Christian universities challenging us to have these conversations and five other universities have agreed to do this as well i love it that's really cool i love that idea bridging the gap that would be really hard yeah and really good Mm -hmm. really hard and really good and god bless them they have a a technique like like a system so starting in the fall come october is when we're all of october is this conversation so i think that would be great for this my spot to jump in and tell you how things are going and so obviously tim you're part of this yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm one, I'm one of the two faculty members with the Winsome Conviction Project at Biola University. Me and Rick Langer will be heading it up. And we're going to learn. I mean, we're not going there to say, hey, here's how you should do it. We, we want to hear what Bridging the Gap has to teach us. And so people can look it up. His name is Simon Greer, G-R-E-E-R. And he has a group called Bridging the Gap. Very nice. And Let's try to do it. Excellent. Hey, Tim, that's exciting. Always good. You bring something to the table here that, you know, requires deeper conversation and thought. So thank you for that. You bet. Love it. Our pleasure. Dr. Tim Uhlhoff from Biola University. He's the author of several books. The latest, Winsome Conviction, Disagreeing Without Dividing the Church. Tim Uhlhoff. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Sharing passwords. You doing that? The most beautiful things in life start small from a single seed. At Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, with the aid of warm sun, fertile soil, and expert hands, those seeds blossom into gardens of fresh produce, delicious wines, and beautiful landscapes. Here at Bedner's Thriving Family Farm and Garden Center, you'll find everything you need to inspire your own homegrown happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald, making the world beautiful since 1917 at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. As you know... Our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet, 
made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code word. Now the offer is not going to last long. So order now with promo code word at mypillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners, listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a Truth Partner and help bring the gospel to others? Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Fully, 50% of people who subscribe to streaming services share their password with other family members who do not live in the same household. Mm -hmm. Do you do this? Maybe. All right, you're taking the fifth. All right, so... I've heard of people who do something like that. Put you on the spot there. I mean, 50%. So here's the deal. I asked him if he went to church yesterday, though. He sure did. I did say no. Um... Netflix has allowed this to happen. So they all have. They've no. There's been no enforcement. Right, but, but how? Because it's a difficult thing to enforce. Well, because we all have multiple devices. Right. However, the technology does exist for Netflix or whomever to put a cap on the number of people that you share these with. So there's new programs that are in place, and Netflix is uh, instituting in test test countries, Chile and Peru, where they're looking at people sharing passwords and how best to put an end to this. Okay. Because, you know, Netflix, like all streaming companies for years, had just runaway growth. Now that's changed. The growth has stopped or slowed down. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking, well, we know people are sharing passwords. We're probably losing X percentage. They're not sure what big a percentage that is. But how do you stop that and make people pay for their own subscription who don't? Here's what they're we're fine with you sharing the password with other family members, of course, who live in the same house. The problem is, you know, your kids don't live in the same house anymore. They're whatever. Right. They're right. adults. You got other, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the list goes on and on. All of a sudden, you got one account and there's like 30 people on it. Okay. That's so, theft. Wh- how would your life change? Christy, I'll ask you first. I just wouldn't use it. <laughs> you wouldn't okay. use it. I would just not subscribe. No, if I'm if I'm losing my password sharing, bye. You're not getting my money. 
You don't give them the money anyway. What are you talking about? It doesn't about? matter. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get it if they you're cancel not, it. You're not giving okay, it. but she's not going to buy it. Yeah, she's yeah. Saying. Oh, right, right. What about you? I don't share. I just you don't share. I buy. Question. No, I use it. Okay, but who am I sharing it with? Your kids you, don't have my kids do, but well, my no, my kids are how they're, they're all on the same. We're on the same plan. What? Oh, my Netflix. Two thing, and a half months out of the year, a, they are. There's a little icon that says, you know, dad, mom, kids. Up. Yeah, the, usually the kids they're talking about no, are four-year-olds. No, 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 I don't think so. I think that's exactly what I'm not ripping what anybody it. off. I'm not ripping anybody. I think you are. <laughs> 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The House January 6th panel says it's calling a surprise hearing on Tuesday to present recently obtained evidence. Bernie Bennett has more. The hearing comes after Congress left Washington for a two-week recess. Lawmakers on the panel investigating the 2021 Capitol attack said last week that there would be no more hearings until July. The subject of the hearings is so far unclear. A spokesman for the panel declined to comment on its substance. The panel had at least two more hearings planned for July, which lawmakers said would focus on domestic extremists who breached the Capitol that day and what then-President Donald Trump was doing as the violence unfolded. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The average price of regular-grade gas fell by $0.04 cents in the past two weeks to $5.05 a gallon. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says it's the first drop in nine weeks. The Dow is down 49 points and the Nasdaq off 66. This is SRN News. Charlie Don. This is Greg Trzynski. More than 30 years ago, the original Mattress Factory was built on the idea of providing our customers with a high-quality product at a factory direct price. Today, when we ask our customers how they heard of us, the number one response is that they were referred by a friend or family member. Many shopped here with their parents when they were children and have returned with their own families. We thank you for your continued support and look forward to serving your family for generations to come. OriginalMattress.com Who doesn't love a good deal? What if you could confidently know that you're getting the best deal on a mattress on any given day? Not just during one of those today-only sales. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have something better than a sale. A fair, factory-direct price on excellent quality products for everyone, every day. So you can take your time and buy when you're ready. When you're looking for the best mattress at a great value, come to the Original Mattress Factory first. OriginalMattress.com The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. 
Call 724 New Roof for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Before I came to RPTS, I was a church planter and pastor for 22 years, and I found a lot of confusion about what really constitutes a church. Dr. Barry York, president of RPTS. We want, first and foremost, our ministers to know what a church is and what the church really needs, so how to develop the preaching ministry, why we practice the sacraments, how to properly care for God's people and that you exercise proper oversight of them. The church needs servants like you. Are you ready? Visit rpts.edu. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. The debates have never been stronger. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. Tonight will be cool with a star-studded sky, comfortable weather for sleeping. Expect a low tonight of 52. Tomorrow will be nice with plenty of sunshine. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities. Tomorrow's high, 76. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 54. Wednesday, we'll see mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Wednesday of 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Monday. Beautiful Monday here. Yeah, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. Phone lines are going to be open this hour. Uh, we're going to talk about comments by our mayor uh, saying that Pittsburgh is a place for abortion. And if you want to come here and get one, come on. So, uh, it used to be someplace special. Well, he thinks it still is, and that's how it's going to be special. It's going to be an abortion capital. I hope that's not true. That's just that's just someone well, talking out of the side of their mouth. We'll hear that's what people all. say about that. Well, um, we were we were out and about on Saturday, and uh, I was with one of my kids. And um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it. Uh, we were talking about fireworks. Yeah. Now the fireworks tents. Are popping up. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? Yes, in parking lots. Now, they used to be, right you know, it used to be in Pennsylvania, no fireworks. You had you to know. go to Ohio or West Virginia. Right, we used to drive. We used to drive. I remember driving with my friend Gwillem to uh, the, uh, Ohio when my kids were little. And my kids were like, they thought Gwillem was like a, a superhero. Because, oh, we're going with Gwillem, and Gwillem's going to spend a lot of money, and we're going to come back and, you know, have firecrackers and bottle rockets and whatnot. Uh, anyway, long story short, but now. We went to a little tent the other day, and I wasn't going to spend a lot of money because it's super expensive, is it not? Have you ever bought fireworks? I've never bought fireworks. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's prohibitive before inflation. Now it's like, uh, you know, I got a, you know those little snakes. Do you ever have a snake? The snakes? I know what they are. Oh, I never are... liked fireworks. As what? I mean, I'm, I was a super dull kid. Right? Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Sorry. Yeah, you were. You were. I mean, yeah, you know, you, and, you didn't know me. Well, uh, you sat around and you read were, a lot. I, did. <laughs> I mean. You read about fireworks. You didn't yeah. never actually do fireworks. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, we went to a little tent, and the guy was like, "My, my, uh, uh, it's cash only because my little uh, reader's down." <laughs> we didn't have any cash. I, I hardly ever have cash. I never. 
When's the last time? You, I mean, I well, ne- you know why? I had cash last week. Oh, because you sold Because I sold stuff. some stuff on Craigslist or Mar- Facebook Marketplace. That's the only reason I had cash. <sighs> well, I'm shocked because I used to always, you know, feel good about carrying, you know, a little twenty or something, right? Right. Do you have any? Do you have an emergency stash of cash, like, and you keep it in your phone or you keep it in? I used to, but I don't anymore. So you don't right? have. You, so you're really you're like completely cashless. Pretty much. Really. I would say 90% of the time. It's just by happenstance that money comes my way, which is probably the problem in my life. It could be. Okay, Christy, how, how much cash do you use? I never use cash. Never. Never. Like, my sister gave me a 20, paying me back for something this weekend, yep. and I was like, I, I don't know what to do with this. What? If I get cash, I spend me. it on unnecessary things, so I just don't like having cash. Well, Like, you go into, like, the convenience store and buy something. Yeah. You don't need. You know, more like Target. Oh, okay. Cash. Cash. And so you tend to spend more cash. See, I think, I would guess most people are the opposite, that if they have cash, they'll spend less. But if they have a card, it just kind of seems like, you know, you can just keep going. It's endless supply. Uh Cash usage has dipped below 20% of all transactions. Mm -hmm. Is that shocking? 20%. Especially after COVID, when you had the coin shortage that oh, went along with it, shortage. you know what I, I mean. I forgot about the coin shortage. Yeah. Oh, like I need my pennies <laughs> or your nickel. I mean, I. What about places where you have to put a quarter in a parking meter? No, where's that? Wait, I was just nowhere. I know. Yes, uh, Millvale. You have to put a quarter in a parking meter. Yep. Really. So the That's... rest, the rest of the places I go. Usually, you know, inside the city limits, I'm using the app, which, by the way, is a terrific app, and I love it everything about it. Yeah, I think it's great. Surprisingly, it but is a good app. But when I stop in Millvale to go to Pamela's, which is a wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, eatery, you have to put your quarter in the meter. How about in your car? You know, the coin slots. Yeah. Remember, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Where the where the ashtray used to be, then they turned it into coin slots. Now, what are they going to? There's nothing right. there anymore. I don't know, Christy. Do you have coins? I think I might have some coins. Do you ever use them for parking? Not for parking. No, I usually, like you said, use the app. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. Whenever I, uh, I lived in New York and I, I, I worked in a bar, which would generously be described as a mafia bar. <laughs> right. But uh, there was a guy, who, his name was Neil. And Neil, because he, uh, he would go up to a, a small business and say, see these gumball machines? I'm going to set them here. And uh, they're filled up with gumballs or nuts. And, and I'll come back in a week and I'll empty, empty out the coins. I mean, this was like Neil's. He was like, he would, he would strong arm mom and pop businesses all over New York City. This was Neil. And then every Friday night, Neil would, uh, he would drive around all the boroughs, empty out his little machines, fill them up with nuts and gumballs, and then sit at the end of my bar with bags of nickels and dimes and quarters and little sleeves and sit there and drink all night long and fill up his little sleeves. That's how this guy lived, Neil. <laughs> Is that an income? Well, it's a good income. He drove a Cadillac. Now he may have other. <laughs> he may have had other sources, but that was one of his sources. And I, I often think about Neil because Neil was like knee deep in a cash society, nickels and dimes, right? From gumball machines. Okay, I have a friend who uh, I graduated from high school with, and um, he and his wife only use cash 
Oh, they do the envelope system? Yes, they do the envelope system. It's a Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a Dave Ramsey thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they have their cash right. for the week. It's very smart. In an it's envelope. very smart. And that's what they use. When and you're that's done, you're done. Use. Right. I mean, I get that. I wish I had the discipline to do that. Christy, does that sound interesting to you? Absolutely not. What? Have you never tried it? No. Do you know what we're talking about? I do know what you're talking about, and it, it does not sound like a good idea. It's a very good idea. Right? Is it? Well, right. I, it scares me. That's how, that's how good of an idea it is. It scares me that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I know it. I mean, when you're done, you're done. Oh, I got this. I got a little extra here. I got a little something there. I can tap yeah. into this. No. I think it's very smart. But, you know, this is me not following my own advice, as always. Well, you've been very disciplined about your credit cards. You you do. Yeah, you I, do a I, good job. Yeah, yeah it's not like you're any, some yeah. kind of crazy spender. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, just the day-to-day. left my own devices. But, yeah. <laughs> Don't you reach a point where you kind of go, what else really do I – what else do I need? Do you need them? I tend to think that I can always use a different food item. A different food item. Now, it doesn't have – I'm not looking for filet or lobster. But like – yeah. I, I could Try prob- something. I could probably you know appreciate having a good and plenty or I maybe want to stop at the Breadworks or maybe I might want to go to Woolies. But if you were – Using cash, you'd go. I don't need to spend a buck and a quarter and a box of good and plenties. I probably would not do that. Mm-hmm. But since I hardly ever use cash for anything, then I, you know, would get the good and plenties. How about like which were you... buy one get one free? By the way, Bogo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about what when you go to a, a place and someone has to make change for you? How about how nobody can do that anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in a candy store. Recently, and I had cash because, I, uh, as I said, I had sold something on Craigslist, and the poor thing, the poor no, woman, no. did not know how to do it. I mean, she was like completely freaked out. So I had to go back and I had to count it out for her. Oh my goodness! I said, okay, so it's it's eight forty eight. So we're going to go up to fifty with two pennies. Mm-hmm. And and then you're going to give me two quarters, mm-hmm. okay? And then you're going to give me dollars. Don't say the poor thing. Come on, that's like third grade math. It was just so embarrassing. She was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for her because I have secondhand cringe very badly, and I was cringing, and I was embarrassed for her. The people who were behind me well, all day long. Then she's like cringing. Well, I don't think she, well, clearly people don't she do it very often. She doesn't do it all day, she, or she would be, hopefully. She'd she's be behind better. a cash she'd register. Be she's got money it. in the cash people, register. People, I think, are using their cards and not doing what I was doing. I don't know. Cash is king. They do say that, do they? It's still I true. Know. I don't know if it's king anymore. For Neil, it was. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Um, we're, we're talking about dating. We're talking about dating next. Yeah. So, how do you know when it's exclusive? You're asking me? Yeah. That's a long time ago. Well, I'm not quite sure I have a memory of think that. Think back. 101.5 WORD. When God created us, he had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, he has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. My dad is one of my favorite people of all time. Sometimes my eyes feel rolly when he's giving advice, but I've learned more from dad than anyone, like how saving a few pennies here and there can often be a big deal down the road. 
One of my favorite dad lessons was, if you're staying at a hotel and you can't see your car from your window, you probably pay too much. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and the mountaintop of my job is when we get to save good people, like Word FM listeners, some life-changing pennies. It's why we're so proud to have our direct lender advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money within its own walls, and there's no middleman. For you, this often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on new home purchases or refinances. If you'd like to chat, you can find me and Dad at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees. Like Rayma Christian School in Moon. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. Kathy, you have two daughters? I sure do. I have two sons. All four of those children of ours are of dating age, right? Yes. Our producer, Christy. She herself is of dating age. For the life of me, I cannot imagine what it must be like to date today. You and I grew up in a different era. Mm -hmm. Not to say that we're ancient, but times have changed tremendously so. You name it. Kate Warman is with us. Kate is the host of the Heart of Dating podcast and the author of Thank You for Rejecting Me, Transforming Pain into Purpose and Learn to Fight for Yourself. She joins us now to talk about dating during this really weird era. Kate, thanks for being with us here today. Hey, John and Kathy. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk about my favorite subject. <laughs> okay. So, Kate, talk about, like, are, are you being facetious or, or do you mean it when you say it's your favorite subject? I really mean it. It's my favorite subject. I love it. You know, our divorce rate is so high these days that I believe the only way we can change that is by having healthier, better dating out there. Yeah, I'm sure you're right about that. I'm sure you're right. Okay, so uh, I've been married for 29 years, and and I got married young, and uh, so I remember clearly what dating was like when I was dating, Um, but... It's funny. I've kind of lost track of what, like, what's it like now out there, I guess is the question I'm trying to ask. (laughs) 
Well, in the age of COVID and all the things, it is different. Okay, yeah. it is. I mean, do you got? Can you guys even name right now any dating apps? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I don't want to say it wait, on air. Wait, yeah, right. Um, Tinder is the only one I can think of. Is that a dating app? There we go. I don't oh, know if that's really what you call it's, it dating. It's the biggest dating app in the world, actually, but it's also known as a hookup app. But mm-hmm. everyone is meeting online these days, which is probably very different from 29 years ago. Yep. In fact, post-COVID, over 50% of people, you guys, meet online. So the world is changing. And then you add in social media. Well, people are now not only meeting on dating apps, but also through social media. I have I know recently know tons of people that have met through TikTok, for example, and are now getting married. Really? What? <laughs> yes, this is, this is real. Kate, how does that even work? I mean, to me, like, uh, this is not my, uh, my, my time frame here, but TikTok to me is like cat videos. <laughs> there are cat videos out there. So a friend of mine just actually met a guy from TikTok. They actually got married last month in Greece. Okay. <laughs> this is happening all over the place. He did not do TikTok video or cat videos, but his videos on TikTok were hilarious. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so this, this age that we're living in, I mean, uh, the old ways were, you know, you, you knew somebody, you met somebody in class or a friend of a friend. Now, or you went to a bar a and bar, saw them in person. Right. Now people are just swiping from one side to another. It feels like, I mean, the idea of a meat market is, is like gone beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. It is a commodity. It, is. It, can, it can become very consumeristic if you're not careful with with how you do dating these days because guess what we're all behind the screen most of the time now dating so what you guys are talking about is actually in my opinion better in ways because we were way more personal and people didn't fear rejection as much because you just went up to somebody and you were used to doing that in real time but now we're stuck behind the screen and it's way easier to not put yourself out there or avoid hard conversations by everyone's favorite term, ghosting them. <laughs> so you become friends with someone or you date someone and then all of a sudden people disappear. That's ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting is basically when somebody you got on a date with somebody and you think it went really well, but maybe they didn't actually think it went well or they don't want to see you again. And instead of telling you they don't want to see you anymore, they just, ghost you aka they disappear like a ghost into thin air and you never hear from them again all right so kate obviously as you came in you said this is a favorite topic of yours so you are a proponent i mean there is some power there is some positivity in your in your connection here in your message about dating in the 21st century especially christians Yes, exactly. And I believe that as Christians, which are the majority of people I serve in the area of dating, I believe, and this is what my favorite line is to say in terms of dating, in a world where it is so easy to ghost people, it's so easy to avoid hard conversations, what does it look like, especially as a Christian, to have the goal of dating with joy and integrity and ultimately leaving people better than we found them? Because well, you well, don't good. you don't have to end up with every person you date, right? But dating becomes horrible, monotonous when you have these heartbreaking situations like ghosting or not communicating clearly, right? And then somebody, you just are like, what is happening? And so what does it look like to 
date with joy and integrity and leave people better than we found them. And I believe, and that's what I'm passionate about helping people to do. And I believe it's possible. Look for the book. Thank you for rejecting me. Transform pain into purpose and learn to fight for yourself. We're talking to author Kate Warman, who's also the host of the heart of dating podcast. Um, Kate, every time we talk about dating uh, with our kids, my husband and I come at it from such opposing viewpoints and not that we don't like each other's viewpoint I just envy his viewpoint because I remember when we first met I felt I hated dating I used to say that all the time I hate dating because I felt like I was always on the verge of hurting someone's feelings or I was on the verge of having my feelings hurt and my husband just looked at it as this fun adventure Like it was just going to be, you know, let's go out. Let's see what that's like. This could be a horrible experience and it's going to be a great story or I'll meet someone and maybe like he was so fine about it with no emotional entanglement and just, you know, happy to do it. I was a nervous wreck the whole time. Um, Is there one is that are both of those sides familiar to you? Yes, absolutely. I used to be way more like you, and I actually became, through time, way more like your husband, Interesting. actually. <laughs> yeah. And do you feel and more so, healthy being that way? It seems like it would be better. It It is, because the thing is, when we are putting so much pressure on dating, or when we give the other person we're dating so much power, it becomes mm. a very pressure-filled process yes. where we are like, here's my heart. Will you take care of it? Yeah. But what we should really <laughs> be doing, like, you know, and it's like, I'm like trembling. I'm like, oh, will you take care of it? Right? Like, that's the problem. Yeah. And so, but the reality is, you know, from being married, like no one human person can take care of every single one of our needs, you know? And so there has to be a way that we approach dating, knowing that heartbreak, rejection is a part of the process. And that we can only do our best to be discerning, to know what we're looking for, to trust ourselves in that process. But love is always going to be at risk. But also within that, like, you have to go into dating know your, knowing your worth and value, irregardless of the, if this person wants to see you again. Like, you have mm-hmm. to know yeah, that's really they're good. not I'm still interested, even if they're not interested. And so I think that's also the game cha- part of the game changer in approaching dating without so much pressure. Right. Okay, but Kate, what about this? I mean, you would think, especially in Christendom, a, a large majority of younger women are looking for, you know, marriage, where, I mean, and guys, just being guys, they're using the dating thing just to hook up. There's a big gulf there. You're right. There are people. I mean, I tend to avoid the gender stereotypes because I see it in both sides. But here's the thing for the ladies. I want to call out the ladies because I actually think the ladies are we need to help both ladies and guys. Right. I think the ladies need to actually take a deep breath and stop putting so much pressure on the man on a first date to figure out if this is the man I'm going to marry. I need to figure out (laughs) my first, you know, like I'm already sitting there trying to picture my first name with his last name i'm picturing asking him all these questions figuring out his 401k would he be a good father of my children we gotta calm down we gotta calm down (laughs) that's That's really good that's really good um okay so uh, and again we're talking to kate warman she's the host of the heart of dating podcast kate what do you feel like um 
is the biggest pitfall. Like, I'm sure there are good and bad things about dating the way it is right now versus pre-internet dating, which is what John and I did. Not when we were dating each other, but when we were meeting our our respective uh, spouses. So what are the good and bad things about how it's done today? So I think the good thing is today that what a gift that uh, technology is, that it's not just we marry the person down the street or the person in our vicinity, but we have access to meeting people all across the country. I'm actually now engaged, and the way I met my fiancé was on a Zoom call, hmm. and he lived in Seattle, okay? Really? So I would have virtually never met him if it wasn't for technology. <laughs> so that's a beautiful part of, I feel, dating these days is we have so much more potential of people that we could get connected with. The downside of it is, like I said, I find it sometimes it can be very impersonal and it's very easy to be selfish with communication because you can just hide behind the screen and you can treat somebody as subhuman. If you don't have the perspective, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, of leaving people better than you found them. That's because nice. if that's your goal, then you're not going to go someone. You're going to have a hard conversation, you know? Right. Okay. Because it is such a numbers game. I mean, I mean, if somebody wanted to, they could date somebody new every, every day of the week if they wanted to. Right. And so in your own life, and I think, you know, you're, you're offering people, uh, advice at your podcast. Say you meet someone and you go on a date and you kind of go, okay, well, I mean, I'm not sure about his 401k, but it, it felt, you know, pretty, pretty relaxed here. I think I might go on date two and then take date two. Well, that was kind of fun. I do date three or four or five. And then, you know, this may have some legs here. There's a possibility that we might, you know, go further with this. At what point is there for both parties? You kind of go, Okay, I've seen you six or seven times. I've got lots of opportunities around me, but I think I'm going to narrow this field down tremendously. And I'm going to say, you know, we're exclusive. Is there like a, you know, is there like a wisdom line where you go, we weren't exclusive to where we are exclusive? You know, there's not a one size fit all process, but what I recommend is see someone over the period of 60 and 90 days. Get to really know someone and start building trust. And within the trust, then you can see if you can rely on somebody. If you genuinely know someone, trust them to an extent and can rely on them, then you can add in the commitment factor, which to me should Mm. be roughly around 60 to 90 days. But, Kate, when you say trust someone, describe, you know, what does trust look like in a dating environment? Yeah, and I think that's individualized. Like, can you actually... Um, are you willing to share your needs with them and how do they handle that? Are you are you willing to be vulnerable with them to an extent and how do they handle your vulnerability? And so you can you do you see do are they a person of their word? If they say they're gonna be here or make a date with you at this time, do they show up with you yeah. for you and do they actually have it planned? Like are they a person of their word? Okay, that's good. All right, so what about, you know, um, like the old days where there was like, you know, the matchmakers? I mean, I I know that if you wanted to spend money, people could like, you know, go to the heart of the matter and have like, not a stadababa, but, you know, a more, you know, sort of a a smaller, narrower search of, I'm not trying to be snobbish here, but like, you know, a a higher level of a candidate who might be acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Higher level of a candidate. You know what I'm saying, right? I mean, right? Everybody wants to increase their odds you kind of think this guy's not a loser i've got a shot at somebody yeah 
Well, matchmaking is still a great tool out there. You just are going to spend a lot of money to make it happen. Here's my favorite modern day way to matchmake is ask people to be set up. Because if you are asking for setups by somebody you know and genuinely trust, Mm -hmm. then that's probably a great opportunity. They may know someone awesome. But here's the thing with setup. My last piece of advice with setups, don't just make the ask. Make sure you follow up with the ask. Because if it's your priority to date, it's not their priority to find you somebody. So you need to follow up with that person. If they said, oh, yeah, I'll think about it. Or I might have someone in mind. Follow up with them. That's the only way. I have had so many setups in my life because I not only asked for them, but then followed up with them. Mm, that's good. That's good. Oh, so it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, that's the adage again, is it not? Right? Yeah, yeah. Kate, it was super fun to meet you. Thanks for being here today. That's good. Thank you, John and Kathy. This is so fun. Yeah, the pleasure's been ours. Listen, uh, this is cool. Kate Warman, she is the host of the Heart of Dating podcast. Check that out. And her book, Thank You for Rejecting Me, Transform Pain into Purpose and Learn to Fight for Yourself. Go, Kate. Very nice. There has been a lot of conversation lately about what is Christian higher education? What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education? Mm-hmm. It's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just encouraged. Or reinforced. Bolstered, reinforced. Mm-hmm. Other people look at higher education, especially Christian higher education, and say, what do you say? I'm there to expand. I need to know more. I want to increase my view of the world and Christ in it. It can be a dangerous, slippery slope, especially politically where we are now. Yeah. Education, though, is always an adventure. It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know and helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. What is a neighbor? This is Greg Trusinski at the Original Mattress Factory. We believe a neighbor is more than just someone who lives nearby. A good neighbor treats you with honesty and respect and works with you to build a better community. At OMF, you can expect to be treated like a neighbor. We offer our locally made, hand-built mattresses and box springs at a factory direct value because we know you deserve the best. Visit an OMF location today to experience the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler, where 14-year-old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine-hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range, featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? <laughs> yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping certified club fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, 
Pittsburgh. Let's face it, we love Alexa and would love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course, she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. Tonight will be cool with a star-studded sky, comfortable weather for sleeping. Expect a low tonight of 52. Tomorrow will be nice with plenty of sunshine. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities. Tomorrow's high 76. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 54. Wednesday will see mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Wednesday of 82. With your AccuWeather forecast. I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Well, there's a lot of fallout, a lot of conversation about the Supreme Court ruling of Roe v. Wade being repealed on Friday. A lot of conversation. I'm sure it was happening at your church yesterday amongst family and friends. And there is a lot of back and forth on social media a lot of which is not based on reality or knowledge it's, it's or very emotional. facts. And, it, is very, it is very emotional. Um, and that's okay. Yeah, it can be emotional. It needs to be. But it, Life is emotional. But emotion can't be divorced from facts. And I think that that's where we go south. <laughs> is that the nicest way to say it? <laughs> yeah, that's very kind of you. Yes. Now, uh, as you might imagine, uh, because of the country that we live in and the world that we live in, people look at something uh, like a problem or a solution and think, how can I monetize this? Yeah, how can we make this bigger? Right. What can I do to help myself? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I did not expect this, but I did see this earlier today, and apparently this happened on Friday downtown, that the mayor, our new mayor here in the city of Pittsburgh, Mayor Ganey, made some comments about making Pittsburgh sort of like an abortion destination. That this would be good. This is like, you know, like... uh, Like you want one, we got it. This would be a good place to come and have an abortion. Let's hear what the mayor had to say. If you couldn't understand that, he said, uh, because the audio isn't all that hot, Pittsburgh is a place for abortion. If you want to come here to get an abortion, come on. And then people cheered. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know how you wrap your head around that. I don't know. What do you think about that? 800-320-8255. We'd love to hear from you. 800-320-8255. The mayor says Pittsburgh is a place for abortion. If you want to come here to get one, come on. How do you feel about that? Is that really a thing? I mean, do you think he was that he was maybe? Are you asking if he meant it? I don't know. Yeah, he meant it. Who would really? You're the mayor of a major United States city, and you're putting out the welcome mat and saying, "Yes, this is who we are." This is that's exactly what he's doing. I mean, we used to be known as the city of champions. We also used to be known as someplace special. Now we're going to be what? Pittsburgh. The place to come and have your abortion? That's what we're hanging our corporate hat on? The welcome welcome mat's out for that? All right. 800-320-8255.
Is that a good thing for you? I mean, is that a good thing for us as a city? Uh, Do we want that? Anybody have any thoughts about that? 101.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Excuse me. Why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? Select Quote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. The debates have never been stronger. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. We have a couple lines open at 800 talking about comments by uh, our mayor here in Pittsburgh on Friday after the uh, Roe versus Wade announcement. Uh, let's hear that again. This moment for you is a place for abortion. If you want to come in to get an abortion, come on! People cheering. Yeah, so the mayor says Pittsburgh's a place for abortion. If you want to come here to get an abortion, come on. What do you think? 800-320-8255. Let's go to the phones. Line two, Kathy? Hey, Kathy, you're live with us. Yes, thank you for taking my call. You know, this is ridiculous. He's speaking as if he's speaking for everyone yep. in this area, and he's not. 
I can't believe that you know he would even say that as an elected official, and the crowd was yeah. cheering like it's, you know a big risk this is something to, to be that. you know all excited about. Well, you know the sad thing about it is, you know, I believe people can make their own choices. Sure, but don't speak for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't for- don't speak as if I'm in agreement with that. And I think what we have to do is when politicians speak like this, we got to vote them out. Okay. I appreciate Thank the phone you, call, Kathy. Kathy. Thanks. I mean, 800-320-8255. It is hard. I mean, that's a huge risk to say something as a politician like that. Uh, well, that's apparently he risk. got caught up yeah. in it. He was in a friendly yep. crowd. He was in a, you know, an abortion rally or whatever was going on. Uh, was that down in City yeah, County? Yeah, I think it was. All right. All right, let's go to line one. 800-320-8255. Hey, Jim, you're live with us. What are your thoughts? Hey, you know what I think? I think Ganey was just trying to avoid a riot. I think what he was doing was just telling those people what they wanted to hear, trying to get them all fired up and let them know that he's with them and all that. He's talking like a Democrat to a bunch of other Democrats, mm-hmm. and he's just figuring, hey, let them get it all out right here. This way they won't tear up the city, and I will save a lot of money. <laughs> well, that could be. That's not I, a bad could, thought. There, there's a big difference between being a candidate and a mayor yeah. or a candidate <laughs> and a president and he's just he's just recently crossed over and i i, I think that's something that the candidate that a candidate says and not it what, sounds what like a mayor it. Says. i don't know but you know jim's true though right i mean uh, i was worried on friday what was going to happen here in the city sure, of pittsburgh or across right. the country now there were a few hot spots but overall i mean calmer heads did prevail and it is true what what Kath said. You know, he's the mayor of the city, right. so effectively he is speaking for us mm-hmm. as a city. Right. Oh, you're from Pittsburgh. Oh, that's you know we're going to stop by and have an abortion. Like what? I don't, what are you that? talking about? What? what I mean, there's a there's a gap between thinking that abortion is okay and abortion is not okay. But there's a bigger gap, I think, between people who think that abortion is like a a horrible alternative. Than people who celebrate your abortion, yeah, and or it's the, a laughing matter, and the, and the mayor, or it's tourism, and the mayor crossed over eight hundred three two zero eight two five. We got Beth on line three. Hey Beth, uh, thanks for joining us today. Tell us your thoughts. Well, I may be repeating what the first woman said, but I think it's disgusting what he said. He's representing everybody, so why would you just cross over and speak to one side? And yeah. and it was so awfully put. It wasn't calm. It was like he was radical. I I just can't agree with it. I think he's not representing the entire city of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I'm not even a Pittsburgh resident, <laughs> but it's it's not good. No. No, it's not All good. right. Thanks for your phone call, Beth. 800-320-8255. What do you think of the mayor's comments? Pittsburgh is a place for abortion, Mayor Ganey said. If you want to come here to get an abortion, come on. I wonder, you know, a few days have gone by, you know, would calmer heads prevail? And he would say, you know what? Uh, yeah, that was stupid of me to talk about talk like that. Or would he stand behind those comments today? Right? Okay, we got Jim on line one. Okay. Different Jim? Hey, Jim. Hi. What do you think? What I think about uh, what the uh, mayor said? Yes, yeah. uh, I think he's crazy. I don't think I, I don't think he he should be uh, saying stuff like about abortion because abortion is wrong. Why would you want to kill an innocent child for no reason at all? Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, we, we and agree. that's what's but, missed. But, but see, that's obviously that's not the mayor's perspective, and that's not the people's perspective who he's you know talking with and shouting to at that moment. 
But even if you're talking, again, to people who support the right to abortion, are we really going to go as far as to say, let's get excited about it? Come on. Or Everybody, come on in. Use it as some sort of, you know, not a tourism <laughs> right. opportunity tourism or something like that. I mean, I mean, good grief. Th- th- what's interesting is th- we've taken this conversation and everyone's so sort of pedestrian about it that we forget the, the, what we're talking about, what the actual physical act is doing. Right. And, and I don't. I mean, I know that, you know, over the last few years, people have been saying, what do they shout my abortion? That kind of thing. You know, the the far left radical perspective of like the the, the more that we shout it, the more acceptable it becomes. And the more, you know, society nods their head and goes, yeah, this is just one more thing. It's like going to CVS and picking up, you know, a, a pack of gum or something or whatever. It just we just we take away the holiness of life. I know. I mean, we just make I it. Know. I do think I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill a baby. I mean, we've watched so many shot your abortion videos. Like whenever we, because we, you know, we want to know what's out there. There are a ton of them. Um, that's still a fringe perspective. The the majority. Well, but, no, but look at that. I, I know. People I'm, yelling and I cheering. I and that doesn't sound like fringe to me. I think those are French people. I really do think that the majority, the vast majority of people who think that abortion should be legal also still think it should be rare. I Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I mean, okay, so no, this was interesting. Maybe that's another question to ask at 800-320-8255. Do you think that? Do you think that most people who think that abortion should be legal also think abortion should be rare? I mean, there aren't, I can't, they're not, they're not that many people shouting their abortion. We saw the poll numbers and the poll numbers surprised you. They did surprise me. That the large majority of Americans. Of, of, of religious Americans. Now that was Christians, Jews, Hindu, Muslim. But the large majority of Americans say that abortion is still okay. Yeah, I. but it was the, it was the religious number that surprised me. Mm-hmm. So... It feels as though you and I and our audience here that's called so far, we are, this is against the norm, right? We are in the minority here, which well, is fine. Yeah. I, I don't mind being in the minority about abortion, right? but there's something that is, uh, again, I'm a man imposing my, no, my thoughts No, you're not on imposing this. anything. You're allowed to have an opinion. I have an opinion about you're this. You're allowed to have an opinion. But you know what I mean? I mean... Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Right. Gabe's on line one. Gabe, thanks for your phone call. Hi. Yeah. I, so I was just calling. Um, I, I I think that someday we're going to look back at abortion and see it in a similar light that we see slavery today, looking back and just see how evil it is and how wrong. And I just pray that these people will come to their senses and see that abortion is just wrong that it's it's murder and uh you know you look back in history and you see these people who uh agreed with slavery and and went along with it and you wonder like how did they think that that was okay okay i appreciate this this thought and and I, i i would hope for that as well 
But I'm curious when I do hear this, and of course I've, I've heard this from time to time, what do you think will happen? I mean, what what is the mindset that's going to change from from hearing people cheering at a public gathering where a politician is saying, come to our city and we'll give you an abortion, and then 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, there's been a mindset that's changed in this country that, you know, this is a, an abomination. Right, I mean, so, I, so I don't you're know what's, what you're asking, Gabe, what, do you, what, what, what's what would gonna, that be? What would happen? Yeah, that would what, change people's minds like you, that? Any idea what that would be? So I, I think it's going to be one of two things. Um, I think that there's going to be some light shined on the fact that a child is actually life at conception. And I'm hoping that that will come to light and people will agree with the, that fact. The other thing is, is I think that it might just change over time, considering legislation laws, if they're passed and abortion is considered crime and see that as like a a life that hopefully over time people would come to their senses and just agree that you know what these these unborn children are children and there is absolutely no difference between one that is born and one that isn't i I would hope that would be so that's good gabe thanks for that, that thought I mean, when you okay, you've seen this happen, right? That the public opinion has been swayed. We've seen this. Uh, look at look at the 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 um, the awareness and the marketing of gay marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, ten years ago, right? People were like, no, no. I mean, the president of the United States, no, 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 no. Now, I mean, we have Pride Month and it's celebrated. I think a lot that's largely come about through and not to be crass or. Uh, through marketing through efforts. Through media. Marketing, right, for sure. Yeah. TV shows, commercials. We hear stories. Hollywood celebrities. You hear stories you and people kind of go, yeah, you right, I, I get And that. in this instance, those same influencers are the ones who are outraged since Friday, right? It is very rare. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of media because I can't stand it right now. Um, but it is very rare for over the last three days to hear anything in mainstream news or media that says that uh, that talks about anyone who's excited that Roe versus Wade was overturned. (laughs) It's like you would think watching the the news, watching the news that there's not a single person in America who thinks this is that that was a good ruling to overturn. Okay, so we saw an an interesting article today in the Post-Gazette that Peter Smith. Yeah, Associated Press. Right. Who was one of the writers. Now, that's very interesting. Um, the, the the beginning of the article, Peter Smith, I believe, because he's here locally, talked about being at the cathedral in Oakland. St. Paul's. And the priest who gave the homily said, you know, thank goodness. This is a great day. And if you don't agree with this, you shouldn't be part of the church. And the reporter on the scene, he said several people got up and left, walked out of the church. Right. Well, when you're president, the president of our country who says he's a faithful Catholic, is saying that it's a horrible day. There's there's some cognitive dissonance going on. But but the the poll that we saw said the majority of Catholics believe that abortion is fine. Well, I, again, that wasn't what the poll said, that abortion's fine, is that they wanted abortion to remain legal. That doesn't mean they think abortion's fine. What? what? If you want it to be legal, then you're, you're approving of it. I don't... Well, I think that they want it to be an option. I don't think – I think if you pressed people on it, well, again, or. only my guess okay. is they say, well, I don't think it's right 
but I, I think it's an option that women should have. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the mayor, that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah, the mayor. I mean, that's just... I mean, what, I mean, seriously? It's uh, just outright crazy. And, of course, the media, they did report on it, but we went right by it. Boom. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Celebrate great sleep at Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Visit the sleep experts and save up to $500 on select mattresses from top brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. National Sunglasses Day. Surprising that sunglasses would need a day. <laughs> but we celebrating? Yeah. Okay. So... It brings to mind something, uh, an opinion I have that I fear is Uh-oh. unpopular. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it. Does this make sense? Um, I, <laughs> I hesitate even saying it because I think it's going to be met with such resistance. Bring it up. I saved up for quite a long time to buy my sunglasses. Oh, that's fine. Okay, I- I'm shocked. No, no. I th- I think expensive sunglasses are worth it. 
Well, I have prescription sunglasses because oh. I don't wear contacts. So when I'm driving, I like to have a nice pair of prescription. And I've had them. Now, this is an oh, adult Oh, then thing. your sunglasses cost more than mine. I'm sure they did. Now, this is one of those things. This is like an adult thing because when you're a kid, you lose your sunglasses all the time. Right, you get a new pair of so, Rite Aid or something. So it's not worth it. But, you know, later on when you get a little more your act together, I would spend a little more money on a nice pair of sunglasses because I hope to wear them for X number of exactly. years. Exactly. Yes. So I got no problem yes. with that. Wow. Yeah. Nice, John. Well, you were thinking I was going to like poo-poo it. Yeah, and go, I did. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, oh go my gosh. You should... Exactly. No, no. Can I ask what you paid? 150 Oh, that's fine. Okay. He thinks it's fine. You you saved up for it. I did. It's your money. You right. like it. You look good in them? I don't know if I look good in them, but well, I very you know, much like them. I feel I feel secure in them. When you put feel, them on, you kind of go, like, okay, look, these I'm are working. French like, Riviera, yeah. it's Kath. Yeah. I'm with, you know, Catherine Deneuve. <laughs> I don't think it's French Riviera. All right, well, happy National Sunglasses Day, whatever that's all about. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.